Transmitting directly from the launch pad. Bringing blue collar to your cell tower. The rock and roll libertarian himself. It's time to blast off with Johnny Rocket. Hey, this is Blast Off with Johnny Rocket, and I'm here with my real truth, Miss Really Not Hard. Bam! Uh, oh, yeah. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing, Raylene? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm doing really good. We're recording together in the morning, which is not normal for us, so no. you get a, a froggy Ray Ray. Yeah. Froggy Ray Ray. Foggy Ray so Ray. So fresh up yeah. in the hizzy. She's so fresh and so <laughs> clean. So fresh and so clean. Oh my gosh. I love Outcast. <laughs> I do. I love them. Yeah, they're good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm just waking up. I wake up early anyways. So I'm, I'm usually up at like five, oh, dark 30, usually always. And uh, I have coffee and I have about three or four cups of coffee. And then on the weekends, I shift over to beer like around now. So here I. <laughs> oh my gosh! Plus, you're not used to talking to people this more early because no, no one lets you call them this early. No, I, I normally <laughs> don't talk to people this early. I have a moment to, you know, ingest the world and read the news, and this That's is what right. I do in the morning. I'm becoming an old. You know, I wake up and I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta look at news or right. But this <laughs> guest was worth getting up and recording for. So yeah, it's, it's totally, great. totally. So Raylene, how can you tell if somebody's running for office will do a good job? How can you ensure that he or she will improve your party and not get your party further into debt? How can you figure out whether this candidate is going to uphold libertarian principles and take a thoughtful, incremental approach to your party's problems? Today, we ask the hard questions with up-and-coming candidate for LNC chair, Jacob Lamont. Jacob Lamont has been an active... Okay, hold on. Stop the train. This is the longest bio I've ever read, all right? So I just want to let you know, Raylene, this is going to be... So if you guys want to take a nap, go ahead and do it now. Jacob Lamont has been an activist for over 30 years. In his early years, he was a part of an anti-authoritarian punk rock scene and a supporter of AIM, American Indian Movement, where he was inspired by Russell Means, who sought the Libertarian presidential nomination in 1988. Spending over a half of his childhood and early teens living in the projects made him determined not to live his life in poverty. At the age of 14, he started to work doing anything he could with his hands, including dishwashing, landscaping, and construction. Throughout his life, he has done crabbing on the Bering Sea, owning multiple construction companies, working for Toyota, being the CEO of several companies, and owning countless other businesses. Today, he still owns a marijuana retail store in Blaine, Washington. He has lobbied the state legislation on numerous issues over the years and was able to successfully raise more money than the rest of the people combined that were involved in the lobbying efforts in just two counties. He became officially active in the Libertarian Party in 2014. Prior to that, he was resistant to joining any groups or political organizations due to his fierce individualistic nature. Having been homeschooled and raised in a home with libertarian ideals, Jacob's evolution into a politically active libertarian was an organic extension of his upbringing. Shortly after joining the Libertarian Party, he was elected to the Region 1 Director position, and he still holds that position today. In 2015, he ran for office in the 42nd District of Washington State as a state representative. Currently, he's a member of several political discussion groups in his county, one secular and the other conservative. He spends a lot of time focusing in on outreach efforts to explain libertarian ideology and organizing libertarian movements. 
He holds the libertarian statement of principles close to his heart and knows that the underpinning of the libertarian. He believes that the statement of principles that set us apart from any other political group. This yeah. is the spirit of Lamont. Okay, Raylene, prepare for liftoff. Copy that, Johnny. Covers, tie-downs, and grounding cables. Removed as required. Communications connected. Check. Preamps in the green. Check. Cold beer. Double check. Thrusters are hot, Raylene. Are you ready to rock? All systems go, Johnny. Let's blast off with Jacob Lamont! Good morning, buddy. Good morning. Good morning. All right, oh so we're, we're here with the spirit of Lamont, and I was giving you and it's about your bio, it's dude. It's really long. It's really long. And I was gonna, really add, I was gonna, long. I was gonna add some more stuff to it, like you know, you started activism when you were ten years old, and you began. She had a crush on a girl named like Mindy three. in fifth grade, and it was Shannon. <laughs> hey, Shannon. <laughs> Oh, man. That's great. No, man. So, you know, here's the thing. You're starting off as a, you, you want to run now. I mean, I've known you for probably about seven years. And, uh, you know, now all of a sudden you've been part of the Washington movement and being an activist and all that stuff, man, which is awesome. I really respect what you have been doing for the last seven, ten years. I don't even know how many years you've been doing this. And I remember us sitting at a, a bar outside of the Orlando convention in 2016. And you were telling me, why I should be an anarchist. And I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I don't, you know, I can't be an anarchist, dude. I don't get it. I don't understand. I think that's kind of, we still need government, you know? And and you were just like, dude, no, man. You, you, that's, <laughs> and I don't want to make you sound like a hippie because you're not, but like, it was just kind of funny because you did sound kind of like that. Like, no, man, look at the bigger picture. So what I'm saying, dude, you and Rob Stratton were definitely players in my education to where I'm at now. And, and helping me understand where, you know, what liberty is and, and what is libertarianism and what anarchism is. And I really appreciate it. And I just want to make everyone aware that you have been a big influence of in my life as a friend and as a political ally. So I really want to say thank you. And uh, again, going from the top, man. So what struggles? So you're running for chair now. Yeah. What struggles have you faced, you know, and uh, within the Libertarian Party? And is that the reason why? you are actually running now. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think there's a, there's a problem right now that I see in the party. When I sit back and I look at all the chairs that are running. And there's a lot of chairs say, in the building, yeah. <laughs> it's disturbing to me Okay, how far off course we've come. I mean, it, it's, uh, yeah, so the struggles I've, I've really walked into is is just this whole infiltration of trying to take us over in a sense okay instead of i don't know when i think about that question there's a lot of struggles Mm -hmm. even in a normal party when i say normal the the party's for winning and not holding up any sort of principles or morals okay yeah so, so yeah, I they're mean, wrought right? with uh, corruption yeah. and issues. I mean, if anybody yeah. knows anybody in the actual political world, we're talking about 
the young people are being exploited by their bosses and taken advantage of. And there's a, a lot of corruption and politicking. It's it's really pretty nasty business. They are not all on the same side. There's no unification in the Democrats and the Republicans. So a lot of people that complain about the libertarians all fighting, that's actually what, what makes the Libertarian Party unique and special. Other parties are nasty within its ranks. There's a lot of backbiting and the clicks and nat- argumentation. And as we can see, there are the with the Republicans, there are the actual more libertarian-minded people that are in that party that think that they have to win by voting Republican. And then you have just complete centrists in the same party. And then with the Democrats, you have complete communists yeah, hiding among true. people who are, are a, a little more rational, people who don't actually want to take your guns, but they still will vote the party line. And as we've seen with the whole Biden thing, Um, and the Me Too movement, we know that people will not hold to a principle. They will vote for their team. And so with the libertarians, at least people um, are, there's a huge amount of people in the libertarian party that are fighting to stay principled and to the ideals of that party. Right, Jacob? Right, right. But there's also a problem that's kind of swept in recently Mm -hmm. that I saw. And I, I felt like there was no voice for the person that just wanted to be a libertarian, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's the problem. I feel like there's two sides to this. There's growth, right? And then there's retention. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when we get too focused on growth and not retention, then we lose core members. Yes. I'm with you, brother. You know, Mm -hmm. it's true because grow, grow, grow. But what, cost. I'm not saying for a second, I don't want to grow the party. I don't want anybody to take that out of context. I want the party to grow, but I want it to be more organic than forcing people, not really forcing, you know, we, we have a different concept of that word, but I mean, like really just kind of going, yeah, yeah. Join, 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 run for office, do this, do that. And when you do that, the person is, gets excited. They walk in, and they expect it to be the winning party, mm-hmm. right? We're going to win elections. That's what we do. But you see the systemic problem I see that's coming into our party is that the other two parties are about winning. Mm-hmm. They have waffled all over the board from the conception of both of those parties. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they're focused on just winning elections. Mm-hmm. Now, we, the libertarians, are supposed to be completely different than that. Not even opposite. We're supposed to be more like we're guided by the moral system of our being. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't resonate with a person, then they need to go kind of search a little bit more. Okay. Because if you, f- yeah. So, I mean, I, I know you got more questions for me, I'm sure, but I, I don't want to just totally go off. But this is the reasons And the problems that I've ran into this party is that I see a lot of people coming in this party that either are like starstruck and don't know what the hell is going on. And they start doing a bunch of work and then they get burned out. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, there's so many different problems that I'm seeing. And it's behind this whole mentality of just grow the party and 
the principles. That's the or, thing. Yeah, or come as you are and you don't have to keep learning. That's right. Right. That, I'm with that you. That seems on, to be yeah. what you're saying there, right, mm-hmm. Jacob? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the yeah. thing. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, like, I'd rather have a bunch of people, I, you know, as uh, me and you have talked in the past, I've told you a hundred times, I'd rather have, you know, if I could rather have a hundred members who join up to the Libertarian Party who really don't know what it is versus 20 people who know what it is and who hold the statement of principles very true, near and dear to their heart, right? So I would rather exactly. have 20 people recruited versus 100 that don't know why they're there and they got conned into it, right? Because numbers don't really Absolutely. matter. And again, how many of these people who voted for Gary Johnson have stuck around the Libertarian Party? Not that many. Well, yeah, that was, yeah, that, that was one of the points I was going to make is mm-hmm. that every single election, we see this big rise up. They get the, the candidate they want and then... All of a sudden, they disappear when no election happens. They don't even make it on the stage with Dumb and Dumber and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. It, goes be- it goes back to what I'm saying, is that there is no foundation in either party. And if we keep going, hey, we're the little brother. Hey, will you pay attention to me? Can we go hang out? <laughs> hey, can we sit at the king's table and just get a little scrap? Can you legitimize us? Right. Can you please put us on the lame mainstream media, please? Because then what do we have? Oh, gosh, now we're legitimized. And here's the other problem that I see in the party is that when you don't explain what we're about, then the people that have that morality that matches with the party mm-hmm. don't make it to the party because they see a bunch of games, a bunch of corruption, and they see just the same thing. Right. Because when people pick an organization, mm-hmm. right, you can liken this to a church. You can liken this to any, you know, voluntary, uh, you know, organization. And because your morals match that organization, it's not the other way around. Mm -hmm. You find what matches you. You don't go, I'm going to walk into this organization and and then I'm going to match my morals. No, doesn't work that way. That's right. I'm with you, Ben. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like the people, you know, I'm picking this organization because my morals align with that organization. The organization shouldn't change to appease the common man. This is a reason exactly. why we're a radical party. We're here for people who, who want to have that relationship with people, like-minded people. We're not trying to change our party to fit the normies out there. And exactly. again, it's our job to educate the normies, not meet them halfway. They need to come to us, right? right? And so right. that that's a good point, Jacob. Um, what do you think of the LNC, though, only having meetings a few times a year? Since all LNC positions are voluntary, it does get heavy with the traveling and expenses mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Well, we don't get the tax money like the Republicans and Democrats do either. That's right. I mean, that's right. But what ideas would you try to implement regarding meetings and how business is conducted? Check this out. Okay. The position of the chair, right, is supposed to be pretty damn objective, right? Sure. Yeah. Now, like if things came to a tie vote and stuff, and then, you know, then uh, granted the chair has to uh, step in and whatnot. I like, just like when I run my businesses, right? I latch on to what the mission is, right? We got a mission in front of us and I'll take any ideas into consideration, any ingenious free market ideas, just like our party should be. And 
try to hear out and try to come up with the best combination, mm-hmm. right? That is, you know, and I hate using leadership because I really feel gross about that. Leaders are picked by the individual, you're right? D- you're a dirty man. You're <laughs> dirty leader. You're <laughs> leader. <laughs> you. Yeah. Yuck. No. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just me. <laughs> no, no, no. He goes, oh, yeah. He's like shaking it off right now. He's like, yeah. Me, right? Yeah. And the only reason I'm freaking running is because I want the libertarians to hear libertarianism, mm-hmm. not winning. Okay. okay. And I'm with you on that. I think that's a great right? thing. Okay. That's a great thing. Finally. And it's not just that. It's not just that, but I'm just trying to, I'm trying not to go off on a tangent. That's fine. I'm sorry, guys. Go on. No, I get okay. going. Tangent. Okay. Go so the way I see it is just listening to everybody's ingenious ideas. Mm-hmm. That is the way the free market should work. And should we, we should build on that. I mean, I hate that term, but it hasn't been used in a long time. So I'm going to bring it back. Think outside the box, you know, don't confine yourself to the other two institutions or uh, I mean, sorry, organizations and institutions, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. government, um, and don't mimic them. All right, beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. not what we're about. So, Jacob, so you know me. Um, I hate politics. I hate them, and I hate popularity contests, team sports, especially when it's applied to something that is moral, which is liberty. To me, so um, and and so do many independent thinkers. How does one make the Libertarian Party a place for those who want to send a message and educate the populace that there are other options without playing political games? And is it possible? Oh, it's totally possible. A hundred percent. You can still want to win. I'm not saying winning is bad. Yeah. We all want to win. That's just the natural state of being. But when it compromises. What we're about, we will never attract the people that are like us. So, so yeah, what's an example of what we don't want as a person that's in the LNC or representing us as in the party or the party itself? Oh, God. Okay, great. Good question. Yeah, I like that. Okay, okay. What we don't want is somebody telling us what exactly the party You should use this vehicle, this brilliant idea, this vehicle, and have somebody tell you, no, it's for this. Because it's Mm -hmm. not. We're here to challenge the cult of the omnipotent state. That is what we are. However that comes out in your unique, free market, ingenious, individual way, whether it's a podcast, whether it's traveling around in a bus, and, and, you know, and, and challenging the state that way because you're not supposed to be out and you got to stay home and or running for office and wanting to win position. Right. It's not up to anyone to dictate this genius vehicle that we have, this system that is so awesome that we should be shouting out on the top of the mountains. We are it. Yeah. Look at us. We don't believe in war. We don't believe in, we believe that you own yourself a hundred percent. We believe that, you know, that you are in control of everything in your life mm-hmm. and that there are solutions that are quicker than a slow ass government that doesn't know anything about it. Has you. no, it doesn't have a, the, the, the pulse of the or care. people. Yeah, it doesn't. Or it doesn't know. Or has the ability to even do carry out a good idea. I mean, the government yeah. is not only inept; it's immoral. Why would we want to be a part of that? Right. Well, I'm with you, we man. stand. We stand square against it. 
Right. Quit acting like what you hate. Okay, well, mm -hmm. here's the thing, Jacob. Some people in our community say that we have a messaging problem. I've heard this a hundred times, right? Oh, what do you think yeah. and how would you mitigate those concerns or change the situation? Do we have a messaging problem? Like I get on the radio and I'm an so maybe that's a problem, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I am I'm an extreme when it comes to anti-collectivist. Okay. All right. Sure. We don't have a problem. The individuals that are getting handed the mic have a problem. All right. This is a systemic problem in our party that we can date all the way back to Bob. <laughs> uh -huh. And so when you take a look at it and you leave that door open, right? And you wait until the last minute. So your guy, whatever that means, Republican light or whatever, then he gets in because he's got star power and this and that and the other thing. I don't want to pick winners or losers. That is not why I'm chair. I do not want to back up in moral unethical, seedy, freaking backdoor, stacking the deck, everything that libertarians stand against, I've been seeing in this party. And mm -hmm. I get sick of it. This is, I hold this true, you know, dear and true to my heart. And when people come in from the outside and do what they're doing right now, I'm calling BS on the whole thing. Nothing but hypocritical crap. We are libertarians. And I see the problem when we have a bazillion caucuses, right? And you've got all these little collectivist groups getting together. We're going to win. We're going to do this. Are you delusional? Well, we're not we going to win. Not, I you know, here's the thing, Jacob. What are we winning? That's right. Hearts and minds? No. No, we're not. And and that's the thing. We're conforming. And And so this is my point is why I really liked what your messaging was is you're here to say, hey, look, you know, we need to we need to work on our messaging. We need to be principled, and we need to talk yes. about the principles instead of trying to um, kowtow to the general normies out there, right? right? And there's a person out here listening to the show is like, I'm tired of this. I am tired of being a slave to the state. I'm tired of paying taxes. I'm tired of this license, this license, this tax, this tax. I'm tired of it, and it haven't hasn't done a goddamn thing for me, right? And Here's, yep. Here you are. You're going out there saying, hey, I'm here to talk about the principles and the people that you're going to talk to, they're going to be attracted to that message. And those are the That's people right. we want. We don't want right. to appease the normies. We want to appease the people who are out there, the reverent. We need you to- You know, I agree. We right. need to appeal to the reverend. And, and this is what it's all about. Those people are out there. We don't know who they are, but they're frustrated. They're sad. Yes. They're hurt. Exactly. They're financially broke. They just don't understand why they make, you know, they work 20 hours, you know, they, they work uh, 120 hours a week and then they come home and $600 of their paycheck is gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, yes. Do you think it's because when we welcome these people in, and because let's say we, we find somebody who is anti-war or we find somebody who doesn't want to pay for all these stupid libraries, okay? Um, and so they are starting to check out libertarianism. Honestly, we welcome those that want to learn. That's wonderful because there are people, right? But it's our job to help them sharpen their edges and be consistent in the values and the principles. It's our job to show them how the same principle that that they are Therefore, applies to everything. 
it applies all the way across the board, even to their things that they don't care about. They might not care about the drug war. They might not care about um, heroin being illegal because they think drugs are bad, but they don't understand what all the dirty laws that come after that and all the cronyism and and all the abuses that come at the other hand of it. So um, the party should be not a purity test, but an education uh, arena, right? Totally. And here, let me let me answer this more in I'm running for chair. If I were chair, the messaging would be as far reaching as possible. I would mm-hmm. set it up as a completely free market model. We would screen things, of course, because what if they're saying stuff that we really don't want, you know, connected to us. Mm-hmm. But for example, we already have the genius in front of us. We have so many activists So many people doing awesome stuff that don't have the reach that the LP potentially could, right? Mm -hmm. This also comes down to the presidential race. Oh my God, I'm so tired of this. Mm -hmm. We should have been supporting these people. I don't care if they sound crazy to you or what you perceive the public will will think it's crazy. That's usually what it is. Mm -hmm. How many people don't vote? How many people do not vote more than vote? Mm -hmm. Well, voting is aggression, dude. Voting is aggression. (laughs) The other two, we keep trying to grab politicians from the other two. We keep trying to do this instead of attracting, instead of promoting. We attract by reaching our message as far and wide as we can. So... People can literally discover us. That should be the mission, right? We challenge the cult of the inipotent state by injecting our philosophy in the culture. And out of that springs forth ingenious ideas, more ways to challenge the cult, more things, more megaphones everywhere. Mm-hmm. If we are, the LNC should be an amplifier for awesomeness. Mm-hmm. It should spread it. It should promote the people within the party. End of story. That's free market right there. And so, no one's going to do it for us. I have a question for you because I, while I haven't been in the Libertarian Party political world as long as you both, you, you guys know that I've been a Libertarian for a really long time. But the critiques and complaints about the party from those that are in the party are all over the board. So, I mean, there are mad, people are mad about all different kinds of things. So from my own observation, it seems like the three main focuses of importance seem to be divided between like professionalism. So for a chair, let's say that it's about professionalism or knowledge of principles or charisma seems to be one. Um, How have you decided your own votes in the past? And what would you ask of the voting members of the LNC? Um. Explain that question. I'm sorry. I was listening. It's okay. It was a long one. So, okay. So it seems like people kind of either vote for professionalism or knowledge of the principles or charisma, just if they like them, like a popularity thing. And how have you decided your own votes in the past for, let's just say, LNC chair? And what would you ask of the voting members of the LNC this time? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. um, I don't know if I'm answering this right. But what I can say is when I sat on the state executive committee here in Washington, Mm -hmm. which you and I have sat on together, me and Johnny have sat on together, um, 
I've been holding, I keep, I've been keeping the region one seat warm for a while now, you know, I think almost six years, something like that. I don't know. So what I do is I try to keep in my mind principles above personalities at all times. Does it have to do with professionalism in a chair position? Absolutely. Does mm-hmm. it have to do with the principles? Absolutely. Those aren't mutually exclusive. You can be a principled guy and know how to run a business. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the personalities, I'm out. Okay. Peace. Right on, man. You know, because I, I want to hear a message and I want somebody that can run a meeting, right? Those two mm-hmm. are important to me. And so, you know, when I am put in a position where I have to vote, I do everything I can to be as objective as possible and hear what's coming out of that person's mouth, yeah. or whatever it may be, you know, right on. And, and try to put my personal crap aside. Right. Yeah. I really do. So you and I have gotten a couple of fights on Ellen's or uh, SEC meetings, <laughs> you, you <laughs> not with each other, but with other people, right. we get kind of yeah. fired up when yeah. it comes down to you guys are bullies. You guys are Bullies, I'll tell you. Okay, so really quick, really worst. quick, last one here. Uh, what do you hope you can accomplish, though, if you are elected chair of the Libertarian Party? I mean, mm-hmm. what is your end goal here? To remove, I'm telling you right now, to remove anybody defining us for us. So let me say that again in a different way. That sounded weird. That did sound okay. kind of weird. I don't know. We allow everyone to define who we are, which creates mass confusion, which I don't think is an accident. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's by design. All right. They don't want us coming out. All right. So we got to take responsibility for our own party and refute anything that does not line up with who we are. Right. Period. End of story. We have to be out there amplifying our message as much as we can, as far reaching as we can. The message needs to be, we need to, we need to take control of our message. Right. No, that almost answers brother. two questions. Yeah. Oh, I have some cool ideas for that, by the way. See, free market right there. Yeah. Yeah. See, everything keeps coming back to, well, it's up to the on sea or it's the, the central control bull, bull, okay. bull crap. Yeah. We are not about that. Let's exemplify what we stand for. End of story. And like I said, I will support any candidate running for office objectively. You see, right I don't on. see that right. right now. I don't see that. I want, yes, I want somebody to win, but I want to explain something very carefully that people are missing the boat on. Okay. So when you take a look at companies, companies that outlast any other company, and what does that company have? There's two elements and you can see it perfectly in the computer world. Adaptability, Microsoft branding Apple, right? So Mm -hmm. why is it that Apple can charge so much more for their stuff than a Microsoft? Well, because they're douchebags. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I own an Apple. Look at me with my tweed. It's my Apple. You do own an Apple. That's the funniest part. And so do I. And I love it. And I don't give a No, I own an Apple phone. I love it. Because I'm part of the Apple culture. Yeah. Arguably, <laughs> Apple no. is worse. Stop it. <laughs> Arguably, <laughs> Apple Douche is bags. worse. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're right. Are. Yeah. It is. But you have such a strong loyalty. I, I do. With Apple. Just because I don't want to lose all my photos if I switch over oh. to Apple. <laughs> 
I'm the Republican <laughs> light in the cell phone world because I'm like, I yeah. like it easy. No, I want it easy. No, no. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Okay, so, no, go ahead. Go ahead. But no, no. But I want to. Yeah, what they started with was purpose. Yeah. Any organization that's worth its weight, you start with a purpose, then you figure out the vision, how you're going to fulfill that purpose, and that's a vision. When I set up any organization or any company that I've ever ran, what the hell is the purpose of this? Mm-hmm. And winning is not a purpose. It's not a purpose. So you find your purpose. We know our purpose. See, we're ahead of the game. We have a purpose. The Republicans and, and Democrats do not have a purpose. Well, we they don't one. stick to anything that they say they want. No. And we have actual values. And when you have values, then that challenges your integrity. That's so right. as each one of us as individuals, our integrity is challenged if we do not stick to the principles and we start to bargain them away and to sell them away. Yep. Then who? The, then we are actually devaluing the entire uh, group of people, the entire idea of what we all these individuals came together to promote and educate and and do. Roger, that's that. right. And make sure you check out America's fastest growing number one pro liberty radio program, Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live is on seven nights a week on. 190 plus radio stations coast to coast. Wow. And is pro-liberty how many issues and how many times, really? Every issue, every time? That's right. You got it. (laughs) So check out freetalklive.com. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Anyways, though, this is Johnny Rocket with Raylene Lightheart. Always launching ideas. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Rock and roll. Thank you. Thank you. What a fun show. Yes. Yes. And we're talking to Mr. Jacob Lamont. Welcome to the show, brother. Jacob is running for chair of the Libertarian National Committee. And again, man, thank you so much for being here, man. And uh, again, I'm sorry I had to cut you off. We have a commercial break, but uh, go ahead with your thought. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I'll shorten it because I had more to say, but it's real simple. You start off with a purpose. Any organization that lasts has a purpose, a defined purpose. We have one. It's in the statement of principles in the preamble to challenge the cult of the omnipotent state. So you start off with a purpose, you get a vision. That vision was the Libertarian Party. And then you set goals. One of those goals should be winning. What are you winning? Well, it's not anybody else's decision to tell me as an individual how I utilize this this whole organization that was designed for a broad spectrum. You said broad. Right? You said broad. Um, so <laughs> we'll do my beard some butthead later. Um, so, <laughs> so when you take a look at that, if 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 you have an organization like the Republicans and Democrats, and it's all about winning election and gaining power, then here we are. Yeah, and if we, I'm if, totally with you. If we try to exemplify that, we will be completely deleted. We will go into the past in obscurity, just another party that didn't last. We'll be like Done. the Whig party or whatever. The, you know, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. So what we do here on the second segment, it's called Rocket Fire. What we do on Rocket Fire, sirs, I'm going to ask you a series of 10 questions. These questions will be politically related. And if you can answer these questions between 30 to 60 seconds, that'd be badass. Jacob Lamont, are you ready to play Rocket Fire? 
<clears throat> wow, went for it. <laughs> yes. All right, man. Here we go. Do this. Question one. Do Democrats and Republicans have principles? If so, what are they? <laughs> that uh, I don't know. It depends on the individual. <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I I'm not going to collectivize them. Does the parties do the parties? No, they don't. Okay, the parties don't. All right, rock and roll, man. Question two. What is the purpose of a political party, and do libertarians really need one? The purpose of political party, defined by the other two, is winning elections. Um, I think we redefined that. We are a group of activists that run for office and do other activities. All right, man. I don't know if I... Yeah, you got it. Question three. When a state <laughs> declares an emergency, should that affect your rights and why? God, no. <laughs> Does the king give me permission to go outside? Yeah. No. He should. You're you're weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're weird. <laughs> All right. Question four. What is the most dangerous thing about the world right now? The state or the virus? The state. <laughs> All right. Expand on that. Oh, I don't know what else to say. That's the biggest threat to anything is the state. <laughs> right on, man. All right, here's a here's a very deep, deep philosophical question. Five. Question five. What should the libertarian member of a jury do if a crime is aggressive and guilt is proved beyond a reasonable doubt? Is there any reason to vote not guilty? If it's a victimless crime. No, I'm saying it's, it is a, an aggressive crime, right? Oh. And guilt is proved beyond a reasonable doubt. Is there any reason to vote not guilty? Oh, wow, that's a good question. Holy. No. Uh, talk, it, talk it through. Talk it through, man. Just talk it through. No big deal. Take your time. It's aggression. Oh, yeah. The person Very that, much. It, the, and they harm somebody else? Oh, yeah. No, and and guilt is proved beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. Some some people would say maybe that the state is not a legitimate oh, thing. It's not a victim. That's not a person. Well, no, no. What I'm saying is, though, the, the state itself can't make that decision because it's illegitimate. And that was, that's oh, I, was. I thought you meant in a free society. I was no, like, yeah, we I'm, still I'm, have courts. I'm talking just normal. Free... But no, no. Okay, got it. Got, got it. Oh. All right, cool. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. No problem. Question six. What should we make of the argument that libertarians should be more open to restrictions on campaign finance because donations to status border on acts of aggression? So should we make the argument that we should have campaign finance reform because donations to status borders on oh. acts of aggression? Oh, that's a deep question. I think it depends. I really do. I think that uh, you should be able to use your money any way you want, but if it's directly harming somebody else, then of course it depends on the person. That's a weird, wow, that's a really good question, but really it made my head spin. Good one. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, so basically, well, should people be limited by campaign finance? So should should there be restrictions no. on businesses, even though they're status and they have money coming in and um, bailouts no. and all that other? Should they be no, no, restricted no, no, no. in regarding what they how they spend their money? This is what I'm coming from. No, no, not at all. Okay. No, no, the market free. No. 
But some would claim that maybe the market isn't free in that situation because they are being their chronic capitalists. I don't know. God, that's awkward. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'd have to think about that a little bit longer, honestly, because that's a really good, deep question. I mean, really, you'd have to go down that rabbit hole. That's a really, I guess there would be exceptions to the rules, depending on that individual you're supporting and what they're, you know what I mean? Sure. That, that's, that's, that's a twisted. That's deep. That, that made my brain go in different directions. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> that so was fucking, good, man. It's early. It's early. All right, man. I like, I like questions like that. It is early. Like, <laughs> it's early. <laughs> Question seven. Why do so many people believe that libertarianism is somehow associated with the extreme right wing? Is there any truth to that? No. No. The extreme right wing, right wing is, is status. No. This comes back down to what I was saying about letting other people define who we are. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. There's no legitimacy to them. No. None. All right, man. Rock and roll. Question eight. Is it more important to protect the innocent or punish the guilty? Punish the guilty? Uh, not even that. That sounds weird. Ooh, mm-hmm. gross. I didn't like me saying that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the way you put it. <laughs> damn it. No. Uh, is it more? Well, obviously, that's up to the individual right there. Because I don't think there should be, unless they paid for it, and the security sort of, you know... Um, replacing security with, with, uh, you know, replacing cops with security, then if you pay for that service, obviously they're going to be hired to protect that person. Yeah. Right. One is a negative right and one yeah. could be a positive right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Question nine. What's your thoughts on the libertarian media? There seems to be a lot of libertarian media out there, but it seems to never get the traction like the mainstream. Is this a party issue or is it a private issue? I think it is a a combination of both. I think that the LNC is there to support the people out there doing the work. And if we can't do that, we're ineffective, ineffective. And so, yeah, 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 that's, that's, (laughs) yeah, there is a problem. And that is that we're not going to get a lot of play. Because we don't have the amplifier that the other two have, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we're not bought and paid for. Well, at least not yet. <laughs> right, right. No, I'm with you, man. All right, cool. Question 10. Do you think having a candidate like Justin Amash running for president of the United States is a good idea? Amash has done good things for liberty, but is there a place for him in the Libertarian Party? Okay, that was kind of two questions. Um, actually it was two questions. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, um, I'll I'll answer in reverse. Yes. There's definitely a place for him in the libertarian party. The other question is, do I think it's a wise decision? It depends on what perspective you have. It could potentially be a good decision, but the way it was handled is wrong, wrong on all levels, period. End of story. All right, man. And the bonus question. Are freedom and democracy compatible? (laughs) No. (laughs) Why? Because democracy is just a fancy way to see how they can control us better. Because you inevitably, you inevitably will always dive back into, well, 
who has power. It's incrementalism. Yes, it takes longer, but but look where we're at, right? It speaks for itself, right? You know, if you open up the door, you get cronyism, and then corporations take over, and slowly becomes fascism. If you let the people completely, you know, the mob rules, then you turn into communism. So, no. Right on, man. And that's rocket fire. Give it up for Jacob Lamont. Bam. All right, man. Good job. Anyway, so this is Johnny Rocket with Rayleigh Lightheart talking to Mr. Lamont. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Rock and roll. Hey, this is Blast Off with Johnny Rocket. I'm here with my real truth, Miss Rayleigh Lightheart. Rayleigh, thank you so much for being here. Again, mm-hmm. we are talking to the spirit of Lamont right here on this show. And uh, <laughs> Jacob, thank you so much for being here, brother. And uh, you're a good guy. And I'm really excited that you're running for chair. I think that we need another option out there. You know, and I have no problems with the other people who are running. Um, I don't, well, I kind of do. I, I don't really agree with Mike Shipley. And uh, <laughs> I'll just be honest about that. But other don't other, really agree. I, I don't agree at all. Okay, at all. Period. But you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not sitting here gonna bash anyone. I'm. I'm just here to say. Nah. I, I, I'm. Well, yeah, I'll bash him. Mike Shipley. All right. Here we go. Ooh, there okay. We go. All right. But all right. You, you know, uh, Jacob. Thank you so much for doing this. And you've actually kind of started out late in the game. But uh, Raylene. Why don't you just yeah. take it away? Because I okay, have I have questions else. pertaining to your chair race. So, um, so I'm going to just start here. Uh, for those that don't know about Jacob Lamont, he has a very deep understanding of bylaws and their importance. So, Jacob, for those of us in the movement, please explain why bylaws are something you pay attention to and why we should also. Because they set up the rules, the groundwork, you know. Um, you've got to be able to navigate through it and see the flaws. And a lot of the time I like to point out the flaws. Or loopholes maybe. Hmm. Yeah, and loopholes and other backdoor crap, you know, with CD characters that come in and try to stack the deck or make sure that the other presidential candidates don't get heard. You know, all that CD, you know, CD stuff, you know. Uh-huh. You got to know the bylaws. You got to know how to navigate around them. And, and, and close any loopholes. Jacob, what happened in Washington? Well. <laughs> uh, years ago now, right right, out, right yeah. before I came into the party. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So there was a move to completely remove the old leadership. And they used the bylaws and Robert's rules against the old leadership. Just came in and just took it out. And then replaced everybody by stacking the deck. Mm-hmm. And I will say, most of the people that were there that day are no longer in the party. Mm-hmm. So, what's that say? Yeah. Wow. Okay, thank you. Really? Okay, speaking of bylaws, though, if you could change one thing in the national bylaws, what would that be and why? Here's the thing. I don't think that... I mean, of course, okay, if I nitpick the bylaws, I'm sure I could find plenty of stuff. But here's the thing. I'm running for chair. And what I would like to see is the stuff we say we uphold in the bylaws, we actually go through with it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when we say, all right, hang on. When we say, let me 
let me get the quote exactly right because you know i nerd out on this stuff okay when we say that we have to sign you know it says article five membership members of the party shall be those persons who have certified in writing that they oppose the initiation of force to achieve political or social goals. Now, Mm -hmm. force, as we see it in the Libertarian Party, that's also fraud. That's Mm -hmm. also blackmail. Mm -hmm. That's also a whole slew of other things. Now, obviously, this was written very, very intelligently Mm -hmm. to achieve political or social goals. You know, they oppose the initiation of force. What is force? Anything that infringes on my personal area, my personal life. And when you're messing with me, whether it's outside the party or inside the party, and you're trying to, you know, uh, achieve political or social goals, which I've seen a lot happen, especially recently, mm-hmm. that should you should be able to hold people's feet to the fire because I see a lot of fraud going on right now. I mm. see a lot of things that disturb me and a lot of things are getting politicized in our party and we are going to dissolve into obscurity if we're not careful. Okay, man. All right. Rock and roll. Let's talk the Libertarian Party platform. Do you believe there are any changes that should be made? And if so, what? And do you believe we can get ahead of the other parties for creating more specific planks like sex work is work by showing our aggressive honesty first? Or do you think it's even necessary? Honesty is the best policy, I think. I don't think it's necessary. I mean, keep adding and adding and adding, you know, whatever um, to hone down. But you see, here's here's the worry, because prior to the planks, right, we Mm -hmm. have a definite mission statement. Okay, those planks are just, you know, they're just based off of the criteria that we've set out in the party. They're like teaching the those that are looking at us what those statement of principles mean, right? Right. It's Mm -hmm. an example. You know what I mean? But to to, the more we put in there, the more it closes off the potentiality for our party. So I'm kind of on the fence. But since Mm -hmm. I'm running for chair, I might. You know, if it was a tie vote or something like that, yeah, I would add a few things. But my personal opinion doesn't matter. Chair should be objective. Mm-hmm. He should not <laughs> bring it back around, uh, initiate force to achieve political or social goals. He should be that person, like a judge almost, you know, like a good judge, not 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 the status judge, right? Right, like a, just, a judge nap kind of guy. Yeah, right. Just on the facts not the personality that's right because we will fall into the trap of cult of personality right cult of personality is real Mm -hmm. you know we see it with trump we see it we saw it with hillary right we saw it with obama we're seeing it with biden right now with all these women and men saying that if biden raped their daughter they would still vote for biden i mean what the is that that's disgusting that's disgusting it is disgusting uh, but but those people really don't mean it. See, that's the thing about cult of personality, because if it happened to them or their daughter, they would not be saying that. Right. See, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Blind, blindly following. I want intelligent followers in this party 
because when we reach out to the non-intelligent followers, we need to get our message right. Because then we get a bunch of people that fall in line, you know, and they'll, they'll fall for anything. Yeah. And then they stack the deck and do all this political shady crap that we're totally against. That's right. That's it right. says it right in our statement of principles. That's right. We're against this. And then they play the game. And I'm here to say right here, right now, I am challenging the cult of the omnipotent state within my own damn party. There you go. Okay, man, if you received $1 million in donations to use for the party any way you want it, what would you do with it and why? And your chair now. Let's just say your chair, you received a $1 million in donations voluntarily, right? What would you yep. do with it and why? First, I would hire some people that were really, really good at getting the message out there. I don't know if anybody's seen that, that, uh, uh, that Netflix show. I can't even remember the name of it, but I watched it twice on how Trump got elected. It's on Netflix. Watch it. It's crazy. I would literally hire those people okay. that got Trump elected, but push our message so damn hard that you could not turn around without getting our message in your face. Hmm. I would push us out there so hard. And then I would piggyback anybody that's principled, that's been an activist that deserves the attention and the recognition of all their hard work, like you, like Ernest Hancock, like other people that stand in the background, right? Mm -hmm. And do all the hard work. And they don't ask for much recognition. We're here because we're here for purpose. We're not here to win elections. We are here for the purpose of the party. And the purpose of the party is to challenge the cult of the omnipotent state. It says it right there. And then if you want to delve deeper, read the whole statement of principles. That's what we're about. And any way that I'm, I know I'm being redundant, but I want to drive this point home. Any way that comes out, if you want to be a, you know, a, a, a you can I swear. an anti-politician. You can, you, can, you can swear, by the way. Okay. I know you're watching an your mouth. politician yeah. or whatever, if you want to run for office and you think you have a chance, hey, that's up to you. As long as you're challenging the cult of the Olympic state, I it's not my place to tell you what you as an individual are supposed to do with this beautiful mechanism that was set up in 1971 to 72. That's not my place. As long as you are falling within the parameters that were set out by our mission statement or our statement of principles. That's right. That is the only criteria. If you fall outside of that, then get the hell out. Go find another place to win elections and water down your message as much as you want. I don't care. I really don't. But here's the deal. We try to ignore this, right? And then I hear the same exact people saying, how dare they trample on our Constitution? When you trample on our statement of principles, same, same, same damn thing. It's no different. And if you try to argue that point, then you're a hypocrite. I love this. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And when I talk to them, I don't even say libertarian anymore. I talk to them about the principles. I talk about the corruption that we see in politics. And guess what? Every single one of them agrees with me. Every single one of them. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's like once you take away the label, they're open. You know, you yeah, you have to have charisma, which everybody tells me I do. I don't care if I, I do or not. I dated a girl with no charisma. But my point is, is that the message people love 
But when we get other people defining us for us, we need to take that power back. We need to go, no, this is what we represent. We're going to run politicians against you. We're going to drive all over the country. We're going to do pirate radio. We're going to be in your face. You're never, ever not going to hear what we are about again. That's my promise. And I will support even the pragmatics that go out there. You push the message, I'll support you. I am the best cheerleader. And that's what the cheer the chair should be. Not playing these stupid games. He should be there cheering everybody on. This hard work. No money. Think about that. No money. Mm-hmm. Right? And these people go out there, blood, sweat, and tears. And they believe in something. They believe in something. And then all of a sudden, boom, Republican light comes in. We left the door open. We want publicity. We want cult of personality. No. We want Bill Weld. Everyone get in line. And you're not really for the party Lincoln if you don't Chappie. vote for Bill Weld. Lincoln Chappie. I'm done. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. That's why I'm running. That's good. Because man. we can do this together under right. one umbrella. As long as you stay on course and you don't crap all over the statement of principles, I will be your biggest cheerleader. And we are going to go ahead and finish up this conversation on the after party. Is that that's, right, Jacob? That, that, that's right. And uh, sure. Raylene, make sure you prepare for landing. Oh, Roger that, Johnny. Seatbelts and shoulder harnesses. Your body, your choice. Landing gear and downward expanders. NAP initiated. Anti-state superchargers. Defragged and woke. Lightning lights and guest websites, Mr. Lamont, give us your dot com, sir. <laughs> it's Jacob for chair at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Joking. It's actually Jacob for chair. Wow, I can't even think. I'm on a rant, guys. Sorry. Switch gears. Jacob for chair at dot com. Yes. Jacob for chair. That's exactly like my. Is it a four or four? F O R E. F O R. Four chair. Okay, cool. So jacobforchair.com. Hey, man, yeah. thank you so much for being here. And uh, if you guys want to hear the rest of this conversation, what this do we do? This hell of a good rant. What do we do? <laughs> really? Oh, go to supportblastoff.com. And for just a dollar, you can go ahead and listen to the after parties. And, you know, for $2, you can also listen to All Nighter. There you go. Well, thank you guys so much. Anyways, though, this is Johnny Rocket and Raylene Lightheart with the spirit of Lamont. No, and there was a lot of spirit going on here. And I loved it, man. It's very good. Anyways, though, mm-hmm. this is Johnny Rocket, always launching ideas. And we'll see you next week. Rock and roll. People get on the blast off. I blast off.